We are joined by the founder of Goldrich Foods Limited, Misaki Komi-chan. He joins conversations to talk about Alberta Catalyzer and his move to Canada. Good morning, Mr. Aki Komi-chan. Thank you for joining conversations this morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Well, you're welcome. How excited were you when you found out that you were joining Alberta, that you had been chosen as part of Alberta Catalyzer? Yeah, I was um I was I was elated. Um it was it was a very good um development for me. Uh but before then I'd you know I'd been privy to uh to participate in you know similar programs from uh, organized by Platform Calgary. So this is like the second um the second you know the second program I'm attending here. Okay, the news has been it's been okay. revealing and quite insightful for me. What has been revealing about the Alberta Catalyzer program? What was revealing about it? Yeah, I think I think for for anybody that is planning to um, to either you know come over to 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 Alberta or any province in in Canada, uh, it it gives um, a lot of you know information and um, resources, you know, that, that would um, enable anybody, you know, to, to have uh, an idea of what it, what it looks like to, to, act, to run a business or to, to establish a business in, in Canada. So for me, I think it availed me that opportunity. And at the same time, I was able to network with, with a lot of resourceful people um you know <laughs> uh first in canada and you know some other parts of the world because i think alberta catalyzer is not just open to entrepreneurs or business owners in in canada but you know some other people outside outside canada so so it's a very very good networking platform as well for me yes Okay, so for those who do not know um, what Goldridge Foods Limited is or what Laba Foods is, do you, could you tell us a little bit about how you got into the food business generally? Okay. Okay, before, <laughs> um, yeah, that's just a, a little storyline, um, you know, for me. Be before I founded the company, I was actually working in the financial industry in Nigeria. Um, I was a corporate banker in Guarantee Trust Bank uh, before I resigned in in 2015 to found find um, to establish the company. And um, you know the the urge it wasn't just on the basis of just wanting to start something, but wanting to add value. And the company was actually founded on four. Uh, cardinal objectives. One is to to provide nutritional, you know, and it is to prepare packaged foods for you know for for people, especially Africans. Um, the second is to reduce post harvest losses, because we found out that a lot of farmers farm, but for some reasons, especially in Nigeria, relating it back to Nigeria, you know, um, some of these crops um, get, you know, they just um, they just get spoiled over time. So, so part of your objective is how do we support the farmers? How do we, um, how do we add some value, you know, contribute our own quota to, 
to the country and the world as a whole. The, the, the third is to provide um, business and employment opportunities, you know, because we all complain about what our country has not been able to do for us. But I believe that there are a lot of things as individuals, as citizens that we can, we can also do to support. So, uh, and lastly, is to reduce the turnaround time. Uh, that it takes for people to prepare to, to get foods done. So uh, we're in a digital age, everything is fast paced. Why spend so much time in the kitchen when you can, when you can, um, when you can, you know, actually address that pain point for uh, women, uh, men, you know, those that like food and like to cook. So our foods, our foods are easy to prepare, indigenous packaged foods, like I said, and part of our objective to you know, scale up operations to Canada is to to um, to address the nostalgic feelings that people have about connecting to their roots, and also to provide these food products, you know, uh, affordably um, to to Africans and Nigerians and diaspora, especially in Alberta and other parts of Canada. So Laba Laba is the brand name, and Laba it's is from the Yoruba parlance, is connected with the Yoruba roots, and what what Laba actually represents is um, just to take it back, I mean, to take us back to the Nigerian roots is Abba. Abba is like, a, is like an homestead. You know, and what I ask people is, the food you eat very close to the farm and the one you eat in the city, which one is fresher? <laughs> I'm sure you agree with me that the one um, very close to the farm is fresher, you know, and so Laba... That's what Laba connotes. That is from from um, from the source. Laba represents originality. It represents um, you know naturalness. It represents freshness. It represent represent nourishment. So so when we say Laba, it means the food the food that we're bringing and giving to people are from you know from the very original and natural sources, and that means that as a brand. Um, Majority of the things we do, we do sustainably. We are not advocate of uh, green consumerism. So, so as much as possible in our operations, we try to make our, our food as you know green as possible, and that's close. Uh, that's synonymous with having natural foods. So, so basically, that's a summary of what Goldbridge Foods is all about. Okay. Do you feel like Nigeria? I'm just reading here. 8.7 million people are food insecure. In, well, that's the northeastern part of Nigeria, and 60% of Nigerians, uh, and they say they live below the poverty line. If Goldbridge Foods leave um, Lagos, where you are based, do you worry about um, food insecurity at all? We are not, sorry, let me quickly correct that. We are okay. not leaving Lagos. <laughs> All right. What we're doing is scaling up. We're just having like a subsidiary um, of Here our business in, in Canada. Yes, oh, so okay. so our company here is still going to run because we still believe that we have a lot to, we have a lot to give, you know, just like oh. you mentioned. How do we continue to fill, bridge that gap and provide, keep providing, you know, the food that people need. So we're here. We're here. And I mean, it's all about inter internationalizing the business and taking it, you know, from Nigeria to other parts of the world. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about Nigeria for a minute. Um, you must have customers across West Africa and East Africa. 
Do you? Uh, for now, for now we for now we're gradually spreading. You know, I mean, don't forget that the company is just about three and a half years, three and a half years old. So part of our objective first is um charity i mean there's a popular you, you forum that says 20, charity begins from you started in 2015 no Did you okay start 2015 was when i resigned okay. yeah but the business actually started in 2018 it oh, was incorporated in 2018 yes okay all right so you were saying charity begins at home yeah charity begins begins at home so part of part of our objective first is to have a very good market penetration in nigeria and this is still ongoing, you know, um, uh, before we start to, to, to spread to other parts of, uh, I mean, the neighboring country, West African countries. This we hope to achieve before 2025. Micah, I mean, Nigeria has, um, in some places, you read 180 million people. And in other parts, you read 220 million. So I'm thinking an average of between 180 and 220 million as a population and my, my next question is how much of that population are you getting your products to do nigerians find lava fruits accessible or lava fruits is just meant for the diasporan market no <laughs> okay thank you very much but let me quickly say as well that i believe very strongly that one of the major nat um, natural assets that we have in Nigeria is our population. And I will say that um, I, I believe very strongly that our population is more than 200 million. You know, I can tell you that for free. And so, you know, part of, part of uh, our vision, you know, is, is to be in the next, we actually have that, we actually stated that two, uh, three years ago, that our vision is to be the leading provider of easy to prepare packaged foods in, in Nigeria uh, in the next five years. So technically three years is gone. So two years is just around the corner. And um, if I'm looking at the calendar very well, that's 2024. So part of our objective is actually um, networking with, you know, with various uh, distribution channels is still an ongoing process. You know, we've um, we we're gradually capturing a lot of the southwestern part of Nigeria. We are in some other part of the country, but um, we are very very optimistic that in the next two years we would have been able to cover. Also, with the little expansion we're doing here and there, we will be able to not just cover but also um, enhance our our capacity. You know. To be able to take care of the the remaining part of, of of the country, so these are working very 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 strongly on, and we believe that in the next two years, um, it will not be impossible to be also also name. Mister hmm. um, Akikumi John, Lava Foods, from what you're what you're saying, my understanding is uh, at the moment a Southwest brand. Um, when I say Southwest, I'm thinking Southern Nigeria because you're gradually getting into Lagos, Osho, Ondo, the Southwest, and you're moving to the Middle Belt and then to the North of Nigeria. So yeah. how was the competition reacted to you? Because when I was in Nigeria 20 years ago, we had packaged foods like this. So what? how has your competition reacted? Let's start there. Okay. Let, 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 me, let me say uh, without mincing words that 
the the um, the rivalry, the rivalry in the subsector of the industry where we play, is a bit very very strong. The rivalry is very strong, but one of the things that we've been able to do to differentiate ourselves, you know, as a brand. Uh, is to say, okay, which part of the market do we occupy and what can we do differently? So as a company, I would say that um, we're, we're a low-cost differentiator. So our products are they're affordable and at the same time, you know, they are, they are different from the other ones that we have on the market. And, you know, those that are the pioneers of the food products, I mean, similar food products that we do, uh, they know that something is something is coming, <laughs> and it's just a matter of time before we catch up because we're not sleeping as well. And we keep one of one of our key words is KZN, continuous improvement. We have to keep innovating, keep you know, keep developing, and keep um, keep differentiating ourselves from from the rest. Just have our own strong gold. We're we're learning from the market, but at the same time, we want to create our own strong gold. Okay, I, I am asking this question because um, you're in Nigeria and I have absolutely no clue at the moment. But when I talk to people in Nigeria, they talk about the high inflation rates and how the Naira and the dollar, the gap is overwhelming and how things are even more expensive. And you're talking about low-cost differentiation. I'm looking at your Poundo Yam flower and another screen here, and I'm just wondering... A family of five, what does low-cost differentiation look like for people in Nigeria, even you as a CEO of this brand? How many people in my family would I feed as a low-cost brand, low-cost quality brand with, for example, your pound of yeah. flour? Okay, so so let, let me say this. Let me say this. Um, we are one of a few. We're one of the few producers of pound yam that actually makes that actually make um, use of yam. You know, majority of the majority of the I'm not demarcating anybody, but and I'm not mentioning any name. I won't do that. But majority of the brands that we're actually eating that we call pando yam. I'm sorry, they are not pando yam. It's just a combination of potato here and cassava starch here. So for us, that is why I said, you know. Differenti differenti difference differentiation in the area of quality. So you're getting good value, you know, for what you're buying at a very, you know, competitive and afford affordable rate. So to answer your question, um, a 900 gram of pound yam, for example, we take care of a family of five, as opposed to buying yam, buying yam from a market, boiling it and you know, pounding it. Is, is it just one meal? I want you to help me here because I'm not trying to be awkward with my line of questioning. Um, at the okay. time when I lived in England, you know, we could buy potatoes and eggs for five pounds, but it was just me at the time. I'm just wondering, I, and I know five pounds or five dollars does not equate to five naira. So I'm just wondering as... Um, Someone in Nigeria, what would what does that look like? Is that like thousand five hundred naira or two thousand five hundred naira? I don't know. In, in, in Nigeria, just to give you the price, um, a carton of uh, pando yam sells for sells for um, twenty thousand five hundred. So if you divide that, that by twenty, it is actually just slightly above a thousand naira. 
So if, if you put that in... So um, why did you divide by 20? Is that the number of packs in the box? Yeah, the number of packs in a carton. For, for, right. for the size, yes. So so if you if you look at that, it is hardly close to maybe two 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 dollars, you know, Canadian. I mean in the Canadian no, currency. I'm not, you know, I won't be I, I probably <laughs> want to, but it'll cost too much to ship to England. Sorry to where are we Edmonton right now, but okay. my, my question is for people in Nigeria, how accessible is twenty thousand five hundred naira because that is not twenty thousand. 500 20, trust me 20,500 if they are eating if they are eating pounder every day eh? yeah it will take care of a family for almost a month oh i see okay yes, now almost a month so helpful. don't forget i said 20 packs 20 packs in a carton okay. so one unit is a pack and that was why i divided the 20,500 by 20 so so if they are buying a carton, it will yeah. take care of a family for, for okay. almost a month. Yeah. Okay, so I've moved from the UK and I'm here now and we've bought another brand of Labo Fruits and inside what we found was not authentically Pando Yam because that name is not synonymous with Labo Fruit. Different other brands have created pounded, pounded yam. And we found out that they were mixing stuff in this. Um, how do you guarantee people who eat lab from lava foods that um, that nutritionally um, um, that your product is safe? They're not going to be getting diabetes or or cholesterol or blood pressure from from the contents within each of of your food bags. Mm. Okay, so 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 first and foremost. Um, it is sincerity is one of our core values uh, as a company uh, uh, you know uh, our culture is centered around our core values which is trusted and trusted stands for teamwork responsibility uniqueness sincerity uh, trustworthiness excellence and determination so the s in 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 the acronym trusted that you have there is about sincerity and trust. The thing that, that follows it is, is trustworthiness. Whatever it is that we're saying we're giving is what it is. And let, let me say that majority of the time, I think we tend to put a lot of attention on pando, pando, pando. But there are a lot of other, you know, other very healthy swallows that we're doing. We have the rice flour, we have the unripe plantain flour, which is very, I mean, it contains resistant starch. Resistant starch, it doesn't trigger your blood sugar you know, like that, like the other swallow. So that's quite good for diabetic patients. Those that are trying to, um, to, to you know, to watch their weights, you know, because the, the glycemic level is, is very low. The same is for our rice flour. It's, it's made of gluten-free free rice, smooth and very light, even lighter than the pounder that we all eat. So, so let me use the opportunity to also say that perhaps there's a time to also start to look at other options apart from the pounder, pounder, that um, we are all used to. There are other very healthy food options. All right, plantain flour is one of them. Um, the rice flour, the gluten-free rice flour is another. My mom is, my mother is in her seventies and because of my mom, we stopped consuming pounded yam. But I, I'm not a child, right? So at some point in my lifetime, we would have consumed a lot of the pounded yam, but now we moved yes. on to, um, onto the plantain product. Can you assure Albertans that um, we will be getting your products at the Nigerian prices though? 
Is that an assurance you can give up? Oh, no, 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 no. I can't, <laughs> I can't, uh, I can't give that assurance here because a lot of things are involved. Uh, you won't be a lot of things are involved, cost. but, but I can assure you. Don't set me up. <laughs> don't set me up. The, the prizes that we're going to be bringing for, for you guys over there. You know, I can assure that it's it's going to be very, very, very affordable compared to what you're all buying right now. How do you know what we're but, buying? You already yeah, telling because, me that the lab yeah, because because I've done some customer discovery sessions. I've had the cost to interview consumers, you know, relatives that stay in Alberta and other parts of Canada to to just I mean just get ideas of of how you know how much it costs them to buy some of these products. So pretty much, um, yeah. Okay, do you, have a timeline, or do you have a timeline to when Lava Fruits gets to Alberta? Okay, so so currently um, um, I'm hoping that before the before the end of the quarter, um, don't forget that I said I, as a founder of a company, I actually um, had the urge to come and I enrolled for, for the foreign graduate uh, startup visa scheme um that was the first the first um program i actually did you know just to also understand some things and find a legitimate way of you know coming over there so right now as i speak we we are the stage of finalizing our, our coming um and you know um all the necessary documents that we need to get i'm optimistic that before the end of the quarter all that will be sorted out so so technically we should be looking at the second quarter of 2022. You have been listening to Mr. Kikumi John, the CEO of Goldry Foods Limited. Thank you, Mr. Kikumi, for joining Conversations today. Hey, thank you for listening. It's all about sustainable goals. See you on the next edition. Bye.